there is a mitzvah for a Jew to lend money to another Jew who is in need. There are two psukim in the Torah that refer to this mitzvah. One in Parashas Mishpatim, briefer and less explicit. The other in Parashas Re'eh, at greater length and more explicit. Curiously, for some reason, the post can primarily cite the pasuk in Mishpatim as the source for this mitzvah. In Mishpatim, the Torah says, In kesef talves ami, Normally, usually, im means if. So the pasuk kipshuto means if you lend money to someone in your nation, to an ani, a poor person, don't be an aggressive creditor, don't press him if you know he doesn't have the money, don't charge him ribis. Nothing about a mitzvah to lend money, if you lend money. We'll see. Torah Shaval teaches us that this im is one of the three exceptions in the Torah. This im means an obligation, you must lend him money. Other psukim, group of psukim in Parashas Re'eh, There is a poor person. Don't strengthen your heart against him. Don't close your hand against your destitute brother. Rather, on the contrary, open your hand to him, lend him, an explicit command to lend the poor person money. Psukim go on, you'll have a bad uh, impulse, you'll say, you will look uh, ill at him. You'll say he's poor, but I I want to lose the money. He'll cry out to Hashem, and Hashem will consider that an avera. Rather, again, the Torah reiterates Again, seems to mean give him a loan. If you're concerned about shmita, if you're giving him a gift to daka, shmita is not an issue. Again, the issue is a loan. You might say I don't want to lend him the money because shmita is coming. No, earlier tavitenu. Don't be upset. Mechilta, on the first pasuk in Parashas Mishpatim, Rabbi Shmuel Omer, every time the Torah says im, im means if, im means it's voluntary, it's optional, except for this one of im kesev talves ami and two others, each one the Midrash proves is not optional is a mandatory obligation. Afkan, the third one, the third one the Midrash discusses is this one in Mishpatim. Ata Omer, im kesef talve chova v'lo rishus. Ata Omer chova enuel rishus. How do you know it's a chova? Maybe it's really a rishus. Kishu Omer v'havei tavitenu. In Parashas Re'eh it says v'havei tavitenu, there's an obligation to lend money. So you see that here also in Mishpatim, when it says im kesef talve asami, it is a chova v'lo rishus. Rambam counts this as one of the Tariag mitzvahs, mitzvahs assay number 197, both in the Sefer Mitzvahs and in the Yad. Rambam says it's a mitzvah assay, lahalvos lanei Yisrael, to lend money to Anim. Shanemar Pasik says, im kasef talve asami, asanimach. And this im, even though im usually means if, Rambam echoes the language of the Midrash, yachal rishus, you might think it's voluntary, Talmud Lomar, have tavitenu, it is a mitzvah. Mitzvah zugidolam in tzedakah. Based on Agamara, the Rambam says this mitzvah is even greater than tzedakah el ha'ani ha'shoel, to an ani who requests uh, tzedakah from you. 
That Ani has already been degraded, he's already begging for money. This person, you're lending money, you're saving him from reaching that level of degradation. This is a greater mitzvah. And the Rambam winds up, The Torah is upset about someone who will refrain from lending money to an Ani, Shenemar, one of the Pesukim in Parshas Re'eh, he'll call out to you, El Hashem, and so on. So it's a great mitzvah to lend money to an Ani, even greater than the mitzvah of Tzedakah. And the Torah, Kosh Baruch Hu, is makbid on those who refuse to do so. Rambam repeatedly says the mitzvah is to lend money, Nevertheless, the Torah, the Torah says that the mitzvah applies, even though the Pasuk says in Kesav Talves Ami Eshe nevertheless, the Torah says this applies even to an usher who needs money. It's a mitzvah to lend him temporarily. If he's an usher, he doesn't need a long-term loan. He has capital, but at least temporarily. If, he has, if he's short on cash, there is a mitzvah to lend him Lefisha. And all the later poskim agree that there is a mitzvah to lend to an usher as well, as appropriate. And as we'll see in one of the later sources, this is really a Gemara. The Gemara in Bavmetzia is going to discuss Kedima, prioritization. So the Gemara is going to say, Ani va'asher, Ani kodem, and Ani has precedence over an Ani, which clearly implies that an Asher is also a mitzvah, just an Ani is a greater mitzvah. There is a fascinating idea proposed by a couple of Achronim, including the Bris Yaakov. Bris Yaakov in Etshuva suggests that it is, it is this mitzvah, to, this obligation, this binding obligation to lend money to anim, to anybody, that's actually the source, the, the basis for the Isser of Ribbis. The Torah prohibits, in very strong terms, Torah Shabal Pet, certainly the terrible Avera of charging Ribbis, but Mepharshim struggled to articulate what is the problem. Why is it less legitimate to charge Ribbis than it is to charge rent for a house, for a car, why, and, and even, even Derech Mechachum Emkar, Medaraisa, Ribbis is fairly limited. Medaraisa, if you buy and sell things uh, and you extend credit, you're allowed to charge Ribbis. On a, on a halva, on a straight loan, you're not allowed to charge Ribbis. What's the answer? Ribbis is consensual. Why should Ribbis be usher more than any other financial transaction? The modern economy certainly is built on Ribbis. Mortgages, credit cards. What's the, why is the terrorist so adamantly opposed to Ribbis? What is the great Avera of Ribbis? The Mepharshim have proposed a number of different, of, of different approaches. The Gemara Bav beginning of Ezer Neshech, seems to imply that Ribbis is adjacent to theft. The Gemara says, why do we need so many lavim for different kinds of theft? Gezel, Oshek, Ona, Ribbis, they're all forms of theft. Gezel and Oshek, we understand. Ona, Ona is voluntary, but it's a kind of fraud. The defrauded party doesn't realize that the price he's paying or the price he's charging is not a fair price. So those we can understand are all forms of theft. So you can ask, why do you need so many different lavin? But ribis? Ribis is purely consensual. A person's happy to take out a mortgage. I mean, he'd rather have the house without the mortgage, but ribis is a perfectly uh, perfectly consensual transaction. Why on earth is it gazel? Why is it usher? So the Bris Yaakov proposes a remarkable chiddush. He says, you know, there's no dogma in this, to this in Kolator Kula, to a consensual thing, tr- financial transaction being usher. So he says, the reason is as follows. The Gemara in Bechoros, various places in Shas, the Gemara says, any mitzvah that a person has to do, Torah, teaching Torah, Talmud Torah, Haggadah Seidim, witnesses testifying in Beistin, you're not allowed to charge. Why? Ma'ani bechinam, afata bechinam. 
Re'eli Madati Eschem, Moshe tells the Jewish people, I've taught you Torah, Mani Bechinam, Afata Bechinam, Rambam's language is, I taught you Bechinam, I, I learned Bechinam, and you learned from me Bechinam, and when you teach people, you should teach people Bechinam, that just like Moshe and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, learning, the, the learning Torah was Bechinam, in that, original, uh, in that original learning and teaching of Torah, so too, when anyone teaches Torah, you're supposed to teach Bechinam, you're not supposed to charge, and Chazal extend this to any mitzvah, people who take schar for the for different for, for different aspects of the of the of the mechatas and I show us aveda you're not allowed to charge for you're not allowed to charge for returning an aveda and tina different mitzvahs returning lost property and loading an animal all these are mitzvahs and once it's a mitzvah you're not allowed to charge for it so says the bris Yaakov, that's why ribbis is usher. Once we've established in Kesav Talves Ami Tavitenu, the once we've established that there is a mitzvah, mitzvah sasei a binding mitzvah to lend money, therefore you're not allowed to charge for it. Same way you can't charge for doing, doing any other mitzvah. Now it's true, he says, that the the Torah added chumras, it added kamalavim, and it, it, well, the Torah didn't write so many lavim not to charge for Talmud Torah. Yeah. The Torah added additional lavin. For some reason, the Torah was especially strict about ribbis. But the root of all this is the fact that the that there's a mitzvah, a chiyuv medaraisa, to lend money. Once it's a chiyuv, you have to do it for free. A mele, you're not allowed to charge. A mele, that's the basis for the issue of ribbis. This point is also suggested by the Avner Nezer. Avner Nezer is coming to explain a difficult comment of the Ritva. The Ritva is coming to explain an opinion in the Gemara, and Bab Metziah, the Gemara brings an opinion that most of Yisomim, that money that belonged to Yisomim, to Ketanim, so the, the Apotropos can lend them out for Ribbis. So there's a question as to whether that means Ribbis to Arisa, Ribbis Ketutza, or not. Lalacha, we certainly don't pass, and you can lend money, you can lend money of Yisomim, Ribbis, Ribbis Ketutza. The Gemara goes on to bring other opinions that you can lend money of Yisomim, Karav Luschar, Rachak Lahefsid, a certain type of Ribbis, which is only Drabanan, some posts can say any ribis drabanan, some posts can say it's limited to certain types of ribis drabanan. I'll call upon him. We certainly don't pass him, you can lend money if you sell him with ribis deraisa. But there is one opinion in the Gemara, which at least some Rishonim understand, held that you that most of you sell him can be lent out for ribis deraisa. Says Rishonim struggled to explain why. That uh, that 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 a katan, if a katan doesn't isser, there's at least one opinion in the Gemara says based on Mitzvah and Lafrisho. Kuliyama, you can't be suffered by You can't provide him the iser. So how can we? How can the apotropos cooperate with the yisomim to lend out their money beribis? So the ritva says, well, yasmi are lavnei mevan mitzvaninu. Yisomim ketanim don't have, don't have mit, don't have the chiyuv to do mitzvah saseis. What about katanochel avelos based mitzvah lafrisho? This is not nevela. This is basar shchutos. This, this is basar basar shchutos ninu. This is hetter, not iser. Ritva is very hard to understand. Yeah, they don't have the chiyuv to do a mitzvah say, but they're not allowed to eat nevelas, as the Ritva goes on to say. This is shchutos. Why is it shchutos? If it's uh, if it's ribbis, why is it shchutos? Avner explains in a manner similar to the Bris Yaakov. Avner explains that the Ritva understood, at least in this opinion in the Gemara, that the iser of ribbis is noveya from the mitzvah to lend money. Once it's a mitzvah to lend money, you have to do it for free, and the male is an iser of ribbis. And the Ritva explains. Since Yasme, this Mandamar and the Gemara held, since Yasme are Labrim Evan Mitzvahin, who they don't, they're not B'nai Mitzvah, they're not Machoyev and Mitzvahs, so they have no obligation to lend out the money. Once they have no obligation to lend it out, there's no Isra of Ribbis. So that's why one sheet in the Gemara held that there's no Isra of Ribbis, even Ribbis Daraisa on Mo's of Yisom. 
But the truth is, this idea of the Ritva and the Bris Yaakov is really very hard to understand, because the whole idea that you can charge for a mitzvah is only if there are no costs. If you have costs out of pocket, you have to take a tax fee to go do the mitzvah, even opportunity cost. If you return an Aveda, if there's schar involved, if you have to be batel from doing something else, you're allowed to charge for the, for the money that you're losing or the opportunity to make money that you're giving up. For hundreds of years, people have charged for doing mitzvahs. Dayanim, teachers of Torah, doctors, moalim. Postkim have struggled, Lachronim have struggled to understand why we charge. Some of them said that it's a form of scarbatela. The doctor could have had a different job, and the, and so on. But there are many cases where it is mutter to charge, either because of literal scarbatela or for other reasons similar to scarbatela or other re, or other reasons in general. There are certainly many cases that a, that that a person is allowed to charge for doing a mitzvah when it comes to lending out money, as we'll see. A person doesn't have to give his last penny to to lend out money. He's allowed to put some money into his business. Even if his business is banking, we're going to see Postkim say that he's allowed to keep some money in the business to do banking and to earn a living. So that money, why can't he charge ribbis? He's going to, he's going to lend that money to non-Jews ribbis or to Jews with a heteriska. So why, can't he, why couldn't he charge ribbis? There's no mitzvah of mani bechinam on that money. That uh, the mani bechinam we're going to see is more limited. So if the whole issue of charging ribbis is based on mani bechinam, it's very hard to understand how this would... Ribbis, of course, is absolutely usher. The fact that this is your business is not a heter to charge ribbis. So it's very hard to understand how the, how, how the mitzvah of lending money with mani bechinam can really justify the issue of ribbis. Perhaps they mean it's, it's more like a low plug, since in some cases you can charge, the Torah decided to be more machmer and prohibit ribbis across the board. But you see, the Avnezer held, at least, in, at least in the ritva, the Avnezer suggested that some who don't have the mitzvah would actually not have the very either. Halach of course, this is, it's certainly not true that the issue of ribbis is mislatali v'koi, is actually contingent on a specific case, having the tzivoy of mani b'chinam, it's certainly true that even in cases where mani b'chinam does not apply, this of ribbis still applies, but nevertheless, it's a fascinating, striking idea that the, the terrible and chamer isra of ribbis is all rooted, is, is entirely rooted, according to these achronim, according to the suggestion of these achronim, the terrible isra of ribbis is rooted in the, fa- in the basic fact that lending money is a mitzvah, and whenever there's a mitzvah, there's a rule of mani bechinam, afata bechinam, not to charge for the performance of the mitzvah.